I'm digging deep for the funny this week, bro. I need you to uh, I need you to lift me in spirit. Let's see what I can do, man. You're obviously here for the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. Bro, are we, yeah. we fried beans supposed to tune to the toilet like this? Welcome to the Dip in Butter program with Kat and Wes. Figure out what you can figure out when you can figure it out, nigga. Just be here. There ain't no telling what we're going to get oh, today. I forgot. Welcome to the Dipped in... <laughs> I literally almost forgot. Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Good morning. Good evening. Happy Tuesday. Happy Friday. Happy next Thursday. Whenever you get around to it, no big deal. You fuck with us, we fuck with y'all, man. It's, it's on you. That's what podcasts are made for. That's why podcasts are dope. And this happens to be the number one mixtape podcast out there on the internet. Uh, if you think that you do a mixtape podcast, it's probably not as good as this one. And by good, I mean, it's pretty all right. But across from me, that's my guy. That's your guy. That's Forever Young 89 on the socials for now. That's Wes with no T forever. If you put a T on there, there's going to always be a problem. That's my guy. That's your guy. That's our motherfucking friend. That's a motherfucking goddamn glue. That's Elmer Young. What's going on, my guy? Oh, you know, um, you know, here in the factory in the studio, uh, you know, um, Shake Back Studio still always and forever um, here ready to deliver um, really more jokes than news. Um, I We just use the news as our muse bars. I've been on a kiss. Listen, guys, what's up, what's up with you lately? Yeah, I, I don't know. We got to get this a, out of it's, you. It's a talent, truly, that, uh, you know, sometimes even I can't hone myself. However, not to digress too far into that shit with my guy across from me with the hottest takes in the United States. That is Cat a K with two T's on the end of that thing. You can catch my man at catcrunch.com where you can rem- reminisce on the love that he once had for cereal. Um, or you can definitely catch my man over on youtube.com slash dipped in butter program where um you can catch both of us reminiscing on some shit that um we don't care to share with y'all no more because y'all are ungrateful <laughs> as fuck. Um you can also catch us where we want to go this week. Uh, Let's go to supportyourpeople.com slash dipped in butter right. program where you will always find us, um, you know, supporting our people because, you know, that's just kind of what we built off of around this around this motherfucker. Um, but you can also catch my guy, most and more importantly, here each and every Tuesday or whichever day is pod day in your life on the dipped in butter program, wherever podcasts are placed, because that's where this one goes. My nigga and yours was popping. Speaking of uh, supporting your people, man, we are fresh off of the f- Second annual uh, government-recognized Juneteenth weekend. Uh, Juneteenth fell on Father's Day this year. was observed today for those of you that were fortunate enough to have the day off to spend a little extra time with your families. That's dope, especially for black dads. We really kind of double won this year, uh, getting a little extra weekend to barbecue and then an extra day to clean up and uh, organize the ties that you may or not have received. So uh, good luck to y'all in finding that space in your closet. How was your Father's Day, bro? Um, my father's day was cool, bro. Like I can't even, uh, I don't want to downgrade it by saying nothing spectacular, but like it was what a, what a father's day is supposed to feel like. And you know what I'm saying? Without getting too deep into the story. Um, I don't know if it's just naturally or just, you know, just cause the, the timing of everything is right. But this, this year's father's day felt a little more natural for, for the kid mm-hmm. over here. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm in my groove and it made me feel good yesterday. So I won't cap. Um, and then I, it was so funny. I was telling Janelle yesterday. I was like, babe, let me tell you how trash me and Kat are. I said, because he texts me about something and I text him back. 
I said, and we had a whole conversation and nobody mentioned Father's Day. And she was no. like, nah. She was like, because y'all are terrible. Y'all will fuck around and talk about it tomorrow. And I was like, you know us. <laughs> you know it. Oh, so well. And that's you why I said, it. fuck that. I won't be that this time around. Like, let's get it in real time and address it later if, if need be. But Father's Day was cool, fam. I, I, I won't front. How about yours? Well, you, you're, you're perfect at articulating even when it's on accident, right? Like, you know when you're doing it, but sometimes you don't know when you're doing it. And right. I notice kind of in your face and your mannerisms, because I fuck with you the long way mm-hmm. and it's been happening for a long time, that you like, it was cool, but you kind of don't want to say it was cool because you don't want to sound like you're like de-escalating how you enjoyed yourself. But I'm here to like give you props for your description of Father's Day because the ideal situation for Father's Day is a cool day. Like you really, yeah. for me, I'll speak for me. And I think that you can maybe relate based on your description of how your day went. The ideal situation for a father's day is a cool ass day. You get a couple extra hugs from your kids. You maybe throw some meat on the grill. You really ain't trying to like, for me, honestly, and this might be like an anxiety thing or whatever, but I wouldn't ever want my father's day to be like a big, huge surprise and be like, Surprise, we're taking you to the White Sands Beach and <laughs> uh, we're going to bring you, all your family's going to be, like, I never want Father's Day to be anything that I have to, like, breathe deeply about. I always just want it to be a cool day where I might can sneak a nap in, eat some barbecue, right. and just hug my kid. And that, and that's funny that you said that about things that you don't want to do because, you know, Sundays are my bowling league days, right? So, like... Mm-hmm. Without getting too far into the funny story of what no, this go past far. Sunday. Now I'm not gonna go far because that's too far to go. Just know that John didn't show up this past week. Okay, and there's all types of theories behind why why John didn't show up. <laughs> oh, no. oh, but no. we was off. We was off for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? And then we came back. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I bowled like a champ. You know what I'm saying? I figured I felt like I needed that break. But it was so funny as we was walking in the bowling alley and like. The same thing they have for Mother's Day. They have like a Mother's Day setup where you could buy like the party. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can kick it and bowl. You know what I'm saying? For the regular patrons that was coming, they did the same thing for Father's Day. Um, and I told my wife as I was walking in, because you could see like people waiting to get a lane and shit like that. And I was like, hey, babe, check this out. <clears throat> I said, if bowling was not my thing, the bowling alley is not where I want to come on Father's Day. <laughs> like right, this, this you don't got yeah, yeah you don't got to do all of this. Like if like even with bowling being my thing, like I was there because it was league day. Like had it not been league day and it was Father's I Day, I would have just been at the crib. Like and we'd have been kicking it with the fam. So like I had to make her like aware of like how what level of intense my hobby is at right now. Like I do love bowling, but like if they would have been like, hey, ain't no bowling because it's Father's Day, I'd have been like, bet. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I think like, and I think that that's just kind of like an attest to what we're always saying on here about like um, a father's mind and a head of household's mind and the security. Like my ideal of of the perfect situation on Father's Day is to like walk around the perimeter of where we live and make sure everything is a okay. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you want like, you want to be the, the head perfect, of security on Father's Day? Yeah, the perfect day to walk around and pick up like uh, some crab apples out of in front of your place and throw them into the street so that you know your kids don't trip on them and shit like that. Like it's the littlest shit that is like cool for me. Like I never want my kids to be like hiding behind the door with a pair of Team Jordans that they thought I might enjoy. Like, I keep the Team Jordans just like, let me sleep a couple extra hours. It's, trust me, head and shoulders better than the Team Jordans you thought. I mean, I but we we had the, we had this conversation before, and I guess I'll address it since we're, like, real-time present. Like, is there a present for Father's Day? Like, did you get No, there shouldn't be. I don't want one, honestly. Because, like, okay. again, this might be, I'm 
might have to just be speaking for myself. Mm-hmm. And if somebody in the back wants to testify, you're more than welcome. But I won't mm-hmm. speak for all that. <clears throat> but to me, gifts come with pressure. You know what I mean? Like, I'm bad at receiving gifts. I love mm-hmm. to give them. But I'm bad at receiving gifts because it's just like, for me, very rarely is a gift just spot on. Like, oh, how did you know that I have been looking at this for weeks? <laughs> like, it don't take but three days for me to look at something before I buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if it's a big, big purchase and it takes more than three days to consider and I have to like move monies around or save Mm -hmm. up or put some money away, Mm -hmm. then you don't got no business buying that for me. Like, I never want nobody to be buying anything for me that comes with commas. I just don't. Like, I'm uncomfortable (laughs) with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just makes me uncomfortable. So if it's $100 or less and you think that you're going to surprise me with $100, and again, this is probably coming off like, Yeah, this sounds terrible. I want to let you know. Yeah, I'm I'm working my way way through explaining myself. If it's less than $100 and you think you're going to surprise me with it because I've always wanted it, the chances are just slim, I'll say. But, you know, who knows? You might have found a fucking a zero bar that's as big as a five-year-old child. And I didn't know that those exist. And I love zero candy bars. Mm-hmm. And you might've found that for me for $30. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but the chances are just so slim. It's not worth your risk and wasting your time and money. And it's not worth my anxiety of having to like crack a smile and be like, Oh, you bought me a Sweeney Todd costume. And you knew how I like Sweeney Todd that one time. <laughs> like, it's just odd. Like it's just odd. And I, again, I apologize if this makes me sound <laughs> ungrateful but it's just it's the reality of the situation my wife killed it for father's day this year by the way you know what she got me what's that nothing and i'm so glad because i don't want nothing like all i want is for her to be in a good mood accompany me in whatever wild thing that i want to do for the day which was just barbecue and she was more than welcome to set up the barbecue do whatever i needed to do she had a smile on all day let me touch her ass that's all i want you know what i'm saying let me touch your ass all day in front of people I want the practical shit. Like, I don't want you like on Amazon sweating, trying to figure out what size basketball shirt I wear. Cause I can, I can do that. That still sounds bad. It do, it does sound bad, but I I can appreciate you being so articulative sorry. because, like, I'll put it in short version. I don't ask for anything, so anything right. that you get me, you have to know that I'm interested in or that I'm looking. You know what I'm saying? So, like, to my wife's credit, like she brought me the um. I needed a wireless charging pad, you know what I'm saying? For my phone okay. and my watch and my AirPods and shit, like spot on perfect gift for me. That's all I really need. So like, and again, I don't ask for nothing. So like you damn near gotta be like sneaky and you gotta yeah, fucking pay gotta attention to what the detective. fuck I want. Yeah. So yeah. like, I'm, I'm cool with that, but because I'm not asking for nothing, I guess I'm never really expecting anything. So everything is just a genuine, it's, it's, it's not your a genuinely cartoon surprise. <gasps> yeah. Nah, for real. Like, and, what the and fuck we, is wrong with we you? didn't even discuss it, fam. But like, my wife bought me a fucking Apple Watch for our anniversary, fam. And like, okay, I had to be half excited, half mad. Like, when she leaned up and grabbed it out of her bag, and I see it, I was like, fam, like, fuck. that shit. Now, that shit do you instantly feel pressure? Like, oh, now you're looking at the shit that you have for her, like, ah, oh, I just got like, your makeup. This was not the conversation that we had. Like we we had <laughs> we had a conversation. This and like even she laid she um she started apologizing to me that she was she started with I'm sorry, I know you I, said I just know she you said, like I it. know you said you didn't want and I was like oh my god you know what I'm saying but like do it does create you. a little bit of pressure but it get like I don't and like to to my credit I don't ask for anything and to her credit she's just very observant of the things that like I say that I want so like she just might beat me to the punch because again like certain things if they cost a certain amount of dollars like 
I don't feel too comfortable asking people for. So like, I'll just mm-hmm. wait it out until I can get it. And like, I'd be cool with that. But like the fact that she paid attention and she might like jump the gun for me, that's, that's where I appreciate the shit at. Like, so. By your estimation, how much pussy you got to eat to make up for Apple watch? I mean, 30% I, more. I mean, 40... I, I, I think I ate enough pussy to get the Apple watch. <laughs> get think, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm back. Dude. You don't think I, don't think I owe nothing. Debt. Okay. No, no, right, no, 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 no. Um, and then real quick, I, see, I like talking to you because you get my mind to work and shit. I will say this. I'm not big on gifts, but I have gotten some dope gifts that I didn't know that I wanted. This has happened before. For sure. Because I, 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 you know me, I don't, don't want to come on here and just through absent-mindedness not give my wife her props on some shit. Like, for Father's Day one year, she did get me this fucking really sweet-ass, like, it's a box for the nightstand and you can put, like, your wallet in it and your jewelry mm-hmm. in it and your mm-hmm. loose change mm-hmm. and your yep. charger sits in it just fine. And I never knew that was something like I I think I had complained to her one time, like my nightstand looks a mess. I'm a grown ass man. My shit shouldn't be sitting here like this. I got to do something about that. I just said it in passing one day and boom, she showed up on Father's Day with this neat ass side of the bed box that I've been. I love this fucking thing. I never want to not have it now. So she has killed it. I'm not trying to say that my wife is bad at gifting. I'm this bad is, at getting receiving. This is how you end up obtaining property that becomes nostalgic for your children. That they, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like shit that becomes meaningful yeah. for them. Like you say, like shit the box that you smells did, like your dad. It smells shit. like it smells like your dad's phone. He burned, mm-hmm. he used to charge it a lot right here in the box. You know what I'm saying? Or it smells like shit like that, though, for real, for real. And again, it'd be the shit that you never knew that you needed that you get. Like, and again, like I say, after she bought me to watch, it was like, damn, I do kind of like, I think I said it like, damn, now I need me old joint joint. Or she might have said it. And she just like followed through with it. Because again, I don't ask for nothing. And like, I'm going to get it whenever it comes to my mind or whenever I'm able to get it. And like, again, mm-hmm. if she beat me to the punch, like point point up in the wife for, you know, mm-hmm. point point for the wife. God damn it. You might be up on me right now. You see, like, like for me, I'm so picky and weird about shit. Like, <clears throat> I feel like even if my wife got it like 95% right. There's still that 5%. What I mean by that is like, say she just wanted to sneak and buy me a pair of Jordan 13s and she know I like Jordan 13s, right? Like they're the best, not the the best, best, but they're great. You know what I'm saying? And she might've got me the right size, the right Air Jordan retros and all of that. But instead of the Flint blues, she got the Midnight blues. And it's just like that little 5% of offitager, offitager, that five percent of offitature is enough to make things awkward. Whereas, like, like, I like them. That's that's when you got could have got the right ones for fifteen dollars less. That's when you got to know who you're dealing with, fam. And it's like, do I do I run the risk of alerting him where he's going to tell me no, don't buy them? He's going to tell me what his preference is, but he's also going to tag on the end of that no, don't buy them, or just take the risk of buying them and have the wrong fucking blue, like. Uh, yeah. Stick the receipt in the box, maybe. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, do what you want to do with them after the fact. I delivered them here. Like, I'm concerned that I'm talking myself right out of Christmas right now. But um, these these are all jokes for intents and purposes. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yeah, buy yeah. me things, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, like, it's terrible, fam. Like, my wife has been teasing me. I shit you not for like a solid six months about this birthday gift of mine that she got. And even like after Sunday after Father's Day, fam, she said like the star gift didn't make it on time. So now I got to wait till my birthday. To get the star gift, oh, and shit. there's another like actual birthday gift that she's been like at me about for six months. So like, I'm, Yo, your birthday is coming up. It is Friday. Um, um, what are we doing about that? I mean, this is the last talk we're gonna have before. Should we do a before <laughs> talk or just an after talk? I don't, do we talk? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess we can like predict the future. I don't know, but like, 
I mean, I'm all. Are you feeling any kind of way? What's the number? Is it a milestone number for you? Is it just a comer and goer? What are we I doing? I mean, it's, it's, it's a 33. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a Jesus year. I actually have a lot of reservations about 33 that I don't know if I'm ready to speak about yet. Um, okay. Maybe after. Let you reflect. Yeah, but ultimately, I think 33 will be an exciting year. That's okay. what I'm. Yes. What I'm, no way it's I'm not. Going with. Yeah, that's what I'm going with right off the top just because of the things that are, you know, on the schedule coming right. coming here soon. But, like, I'm I'm looking forward to it. We'll just see how things turn out. So speaking of the hand-carved wooden dad box that smells like your dad's cologne, mm-hmm. uh, I wrote down this topic way at the bottom of the page, but because you like kind of tapped into it, I'm just going to take this moment to segue into it. But let me tell you, I'm going to show you in real life that I wrote this topic down and I put in like cartoon exploding print. You can't see that. Yeah, danger really. next to the comment. It says danger because... Your, your, your ring light's killing it over there. Yeah, I had to fucking... I wrote danger by this topic because I want to be real careful about it, but it interests me, but it could be a potential landmine okay. field. Yeah. So let, All right. let me try to softly <laughs> introduce this next I'm, topic. Right? I'm and I don't even know how this came to me this week. I'm scared and excited. This is great. <laughs> I don't know how this came to me this week, but I, I wrote it I've, down. I don't think I felt this way in a while on this podcast. <laughs> I don't even remember when I wrote this, but I saw it in my phone. I was like, Guess we're going there this week. So, okay. Say your partner dies unexpectedly, unfortunately. We're not going to say young, but just like this was not like the long hospice stay and I'm holding your hand and I know time is coming and I'm watching the the IV leak from the bag into the tube. Like, this is like, oh shit, my loved one was taken from me, right? And like... Uh Again, we're not trying to get all dark and decrepit here, but Mm -hmm. I'm just giving you the circumstances for the actual topic we're talking about. Your Mm -hmm. loved one was taken from you suddenly, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it's less of a hospice situation and more of a police are at your door and they need some information from you and you're trying to pressure up. You're trying to process everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the police come to you and they're like, all we found is one red heel and her cell phone. And we can't find her. We think there's foul play. This is sounding really bad for a podcast. But follow me just for a little bit longer. They hand you the one red heel. They hand you the phone. I don't know why they're not keeping it as evidence. Fam, I was about to say, why is nobody booking this shit in evidence, dog? Why is this not in a plastic bag? I don't know. But you have it. Maybe you found it. You know what? Fuck the police. You found it. (laughs) You found one shoe in her phone. Your wife has gone missing. We're not going to say she's dead. But even she's gone I've, missing. I've watched enough TV shows that I probably wouldn't touch the heel. I don't want my fingerprints on it. Like, <laughs> it's got to it's got to stay in the driveway. See what Ben Affleck and Gone Girl have done. Absolutely, us, bro. absolutely. Um, so if you pick up the heel and you pick up the phone, here's the ultimate question I was trying to get to. Your wife is missing. Mm-hmm. Do you go through her phone now? Before you answer. I need to say this right here on the podcast before we even get into this talking. This is the part that I thought was interesting. I think we're both on record by saying we are anti-go through the phone. That is just not a healthy relationship practice. We don't respect anybody that goes through phones. Me and my wife talk about this often when we watch reality TV. And when somebody goes through somebody's phone, we always suck our teeth and look at each other like, bitch, you're going to find what you're looking for. If you go through somebody's phone, you will always find what you're looking for. But say your wife is missing and all you got is one heel and an Android. You know the code, but you ain't never used it because you don't go through your wife's phone. Do you go through her phone? You see why this was interesting to me? This this is interesting. And I guess I'm like, I don't want I don't want to, you know, be semantics man and get stuck on words. But I was the ultimate answer is I think you have to. 
but like you have to you have to like and, and that just like a sound bad too but you have to like go through her phone with a focus like i'm going through her phone to figure out where she might have been like recently you know what i'm saying like not scrolling through your text message conversations to see you know what i'm saying like i'm i'm mm-hmm. going through there to look for where where you may have been recently yeah i'm not in there talking about some uh who the fuck is tony like i don't got time and, and, and maybe who the fuck is <laughs> but tony but maybe tony knows where she is this maybe is who, where it gets interesting to me. maybe who the fuck is tony is a valid question at some point in time <laughs> but like right, i'm maybe i'm just going to yeah and i I'm, i guess i'm just going to check certain shit i'm not in there i'm not i'm in i'm not in there for the traditional going through your phone if you wind up missing, um, and then like I, it's so weird. and I it, it go it go back to the person that you deal with, I guess. But like for my wife, like I'm not going to Facebook or Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not where I'm going to to because and and not even for nothing. Like say you find the heel in the phone and uh, maybe the bitch had a mild stroke and she just wandered through the neighborhood and then she get her mind back six months later and now she want to know why you went through her phone and asked right. her who the phone <laughs> like, is. Like, wait, well, why was that your go-to? <laughs> yeah, to like, she got, yeah, I was trying to find you, but now you on record talking about some who the fuck is Tony when... But like, then you explain the shit like we was trying to find you and she like, yeah, but... You was going through like my Instagram DMs trying to find me, and like you was in my my Kroger's app. Like, why'd you go in there? <laughs> now you got yeah. way different explaining. Yeah, and- but like, I don't, you know, that ultimately, I guess somebody go missing. That should be the last thing on the docket. Um, and I guess it would be the last thing on the docket for some petty See? motherfuckers. It would still need to be addressed. That's but why like, I think this conversation is so interesting, though, Wes, because it's like I agree with you in saying but, like that should be the last now, thing on the docket, but See? it's last thing and simultaneously uh, somehow the first thing you need because everybody's yeah. phone is their pocket assistant. But, but that's what I was about to say. Now I'm on something else because now if this has become the issue, now I feel like you tried to play some type of chess game with me by giving me the passcode. It's some type mm. of mind fuck like, oh yeah, no, nah, you can have it because you know I don't be in your phone. Mm-hmm. So you just be doing whatever. I now, like, sight. Yeah, yeah like that's how I seen the video the other day. Babe had went to the gas station and left her phone in the car with her nigga and she came back and he had locked her outside the car and she's like, she about to punch the window out, fam, to get in the car to get, she like, why is you going through my phone? And like, Was he going through you, it with her looking? Yeah, she outside the car looking at this nigga going through her phone. She asking, why is you going through my phone and punching the window trying to get in the car? This nigga ended up like skirting off on the bed. But like, if you got to do all of that, then you probably doing something that you shouldn't be doing in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So like, protect protect yourself. Like, and then that, that, not for nothing, that's what niggas be talking about the iPhone, like, and all the, all the features that it allows you to do. Like, at, at this point in time in my life, bro, I don't have enough time for all of that shit. Like, I, I used to. I did. I used to have time for all of that. I like, think we all made those mistakes before yeah, we realized they even, were mistakes. Yeah, right? I can even share here on the podcast without getting too deep. Like, oh, don't I, share. Well, of course, I, I had, um, <laughs> you know, I had an iPhone and Apple products. You know, in, in, in my former life. You know what I'm saying? And Listen, in my you, form- sound, you already sound like you you've improved. I hate y'all niggas. Like you got better now. I used to be an iPhone nigga before I I'm got just, smart. Is that what you're doing already? I mean, it's really more so like a, a BCAD type of thing. So my former life is like what I consider before I, you know, found my wife and, you know, we decided to make it a real, real thing. So my former life is then, you know what I'm saying? And I discovered in my former life that Apple products are not conducive to my lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? So I had you to abandon no, 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 no. My former lifestyle. Your former, okay. Yeah, Apple products are, were not doing they are the things not, for the... They are okay. not conducive because of all the connectivity that is allowed amongst Everything them. Everything connects to everything. 
everything connects to everything. Everything So my former life, I found that 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 wasn't the best role for me to go. So I completely abandoned Apple products and I went to Android for a while. You know what I'm saying? And then when I got with my wife and, you know, I can can go back to Apple. I can do my thing again. You know what I'm saying? So I'm back safe, scot-free. Covered in the blood of Jesus, Mary, you know what I'm saying? I'm absolutely doing the right thing. So I don't have those things to worry about. But like I, my Android life, I was on that trash. You know what I'm saying? So like, again, I just don't have like that. that that's too much. Like, not for nothing. They should have a, <laughs> I always thought this, they should have an app, which they might have it at this point. They should have an app that takes a picture of the motherfucker that's trying to get in your phone. Like, I would love to see your no, face. I think they have that. I, that's I, what I'm my, saying. I, would I think love my wife's phone face. has that. Like, I think that's she's like, yeah, like if you pick up her phone, I think the camera come on or some shit and like, it keep <laughs> a log. It that's funny. Bro, I was trying to hand her her phone one day, handing it to her. <laughs> and it like started opening up and looking at me and doing X's. I was like, whoa, yeah, this ain't that, cuz. Like, yeah. you find yourself explaining <laughs> to the phone, like, dog, I'm trying to give her. I'm trying to give you to her, no, no, bro. It's not, it's not me. It's her. It's not me. It's her. Yeah, like she want me to give you to her, bro. Like quit, bro, snitching ass phone. Bro, let me let me ask you a question that you can and don't have to answer. Okay. Do you have any lingering habits that just happen to just be some shit that you're used to doing that come from your former iPhone life? Like, for instance, like just having your phone on silent all the time type shit. Like, do you just have just built-in habits that you like, that you tend to look at like, this could look weird in the light if a motherfucker was really thinking about it, but this is not where my mind is at with it. This is just how I've been rocking with my, my phone since I had a phone. Yeah, my mine's is not religious. Like sometimes I forget that my phone is loud and then it makes a noise and I'm like, ah, I don't want to hear that. I'm so bad, I, yeah. I turn it off. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's off for the most part, but like I, I just hate the way that like iPhone ringers and shit sound. Like I don't want to hear that. And in my former iPhone life, like I was still young enough and invested enough to plug that shit up to the computer and get the ringtones and do all of that shit. Ringtones. Yeah, I ain't doing all of that shit no more, fam. I don't give a fuck if like, and even then it had a purpose. Like then I think I only uploaded like seven like songs on my phone to use as ringtones. And it was like one for my mom, one for all my brothers and sisters, one for my dad, <laughs> one for my girl. And then like, that's it. Like I don't, right. I don't need to, like, I, and I just need to identify that by a ring without having to pull my phone out of my pocket. To right, know, I already know who that I is. I need to answer this right phone. now or can this wait a couple minutes? You know, it was basically. That, that to me feels more like barbershop edited, like etiquette. Like if you hear Trinidad James coming out of your jeans, then you know that you can get back to that later. Cause that's probably just one of the Wi-Fi. See what I'm saying? Like I can call them back. I'm I, I'm I'm wrapping up in the chair in the next five minutes. I'll call you right back when I ain't got to tell you I'm gonna call you back. You know what I'm right. saying? Like it's the watch before the watch, essentially. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just no notifying myself without notifying myself. But again, I don't have time for that shit now. And I got the way. You know what I'm saying? So like I don't I don't my, I don't need to hear my phone. But I understand how it could look a certain type of way for you know people in those situations. But like again, we just elevated past that over here yeah. on this side. And got you. That's like, good. That's good. That's the best way to be. Do you think if you was to wager a guess that's people that's young and out here still in the dating market in their 20s and shit like that, do you think that type of phone behavior and etiquette comes into play when like on the dating market? Like say you was out there dating in your 20s. You got to be in your 20s, not like you're just single now in your 30s. But say you're in your 20s, you out there, you know, doing whatever young people do with chicks these days. I don't know if they go bowling anymore or if they just like (laughs) text until they end up fucking. I don't know how this goes, but... Like, if you have expressed interest in a chick and, like, her ringer is just never on, like, mm-hmm. th- is that something that your mind would, like, take note of or would you not give a fuck or would, 
Like, I wonder how that plays. I think I think by itself, no. But if you got that in, in conjunction with a couple other things, <laughs> then you know what I'm saying you might you might want to protect yourself. And where it's I think Chipotle barbecue, like it's not the greatest I, if just out of the cup, but if you can just put it with the right shit, exactly, you can, you can be doing swell. And I and I think where some of the younger generations or the younger kids, I don't even want to sound like that. That sounds terrible, but like I think where they go wrong is that they abuse FaceTime, and that's pretty mm. much all of their conversation. Okay. So like if a motherfucker blowing up your FaceTime, you're not answering. Somebody gonna have a question sooner. Somebody gonna have a question probably at the end of like the first FaceTime ring for real for like why you ain't answer that versus a phone call. You might somebody might blow you up back to back two, three times before a nigga acts like, but you ain't answer the FaceTime. You always answer the FaceTime. Why you ain't answer this FaceTime? Like why you just look at it and turn your phone over? Like I think I think that's a disadvantage that they got. But I, again, I ain't I ain't a part of that. I'm glad I ain't there, so fuck it. Yeah, I do. I, I am glad that I didn't have to date in the FaceTime era because it was bad enough when I had the next tell two way and a motherfucker would chirp me before I was ready to even start speaking to people too early in the morning. Like when you hear that come through and you just hear a motherfucker start talking in your room, like dog. Yeah, that's you that's be allowed to just be in here, bro. Yeah, that's egregious, fam. Like you shouldn't just be able to start talking to me. Like what if I'm in the middle of beating goods and you talking about some, hey, bro. Like I don't, Man, I don't have time for that. I think I literally had a, and I, I, I'm gonna apologize to my wife early in case I'm saying something too personal. But we was kids, we was young. Like I think I had a mouth full of pussy at one point and just heard, "Hey, cuz, like, fam, like you." <laughs> and I think at one point we both like caught eye contact and just had to laugh. Like you, of course, you got to keep doing what you're doing. I was about to like, go right like see each other that look like we'll laugh about this later. <laughs> yeah, like I can't believe this nigga. Like no, cuz no, cuz no, no, cuz it's not the time. Like and I, don't, I don't even think they added a block two way feature until like the third generation of them shits. Like it was really bad. People was too uh, excited about the feature, so fuck it. Man, it's for fucking construction workers. Like the shit that right. hip hop community adapts is just beyond me at times. Dumb as so. shit. Uh, I got some also for you for my Father's Day weekend, right? So, <clears throat> my wife this past weekend, I think it was on Saturday, was out volunteering. She has to go like an hour and a half away to Albuquerque, and it takes kind of the first half of the day away. And uh, it allowed afforded me the opportunity to spend time with my daughter, just me and her, running mm-hmm. some errands, doing some time, and. I don't like, I feel like I'd be having her by myself, but I guess I don't have her that much anymore. Like, you know, barbershop days, I used to always have her. It used to be right. me and Cam, Thickest Thieves all the time. Right. But as of since we moved out here, we really, really don't have one on one time a lot. So I kind of noticed as we was running our errands and shit, like, damn, it's kind of daddy daughter day. And I had a few people like through Walmart and through running my out, out like my errands you know, kind of give me the whole, oh, it's daddy-daughter date day. Oh, it's great. And I just was like, don't say that. Because you know I'm anti, like, daughter date right, day right, and right. shit like that. But then that's not even the point I was trying to make. We was all together. Had to do shit like getting the oil changed, stop, get some Taco Bell, do all the little shit, do some mm-hmm. errand running and picking up some bullshit here and there. And on my way back, here's the important part of the story. On my way back, <clears throat> I was like, you know what? They got that new dispensary across the street from where I stay at, man. I'm going to go check them out. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I'm out and about. Might as well run and see what they got going on in there and see if they got flowers yet. Because I haven't been in there since we went recreational here. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see if they was carrying buds or what they was carrying, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I walked in, you know, dingling the door. And bro, I didn't even get both of my full feet in the door. Before. It was like, you can't have kids in here. Can't have kids in here. 
And now, <laughs> first of all, I guess the reason why I thought that would be okay, because they have like a sitting section. <laughs> so I was just going to have her sit on the little futon couch while I look at Bud's. And here's what I came here to talk to you about. Like, I'm not here to complain on the stage why I can't let my kids in. I don't really give a fuck about why they make the rules. But here was my gripe that I want to bring to you, Wes. In our town, we have two different bars. Mm-hmm and beer breweries that serve wine and beer and all of that. There are bars that stay open late, play music and all of that. And they are both family friendly. Like you can walk up with a baby in your stroller, pull them up to the tab and open a tab, drink hops all night long and wheel your baby right home. Like I have seen families sit there and play Monopoly all night long with their 12 and 10 year olds while they drink their wine and beer, mm-hmm. family friendly. And I can't even bring Cameron into the dispensary. Like they were, they treat it like I'm bringing her into the lion's den. Why, why is this like this? Because they just haven't accepted the fact that weed is like really legal now. So they've like, whereas before, like they will call it child endangerment. Now they're just like, leave your fucking baby in the car and buy your weed, fam. Like, it's, it's very weird that they still are. Leave the baby in the car, roll children. the windows up. Yeah, roll the windows up. Like, don't give them any air. Like, I, I don't know. It's weird. And that 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 bar is also suspicious as well. You might, uh, they might be shut down after this episode goes no, out. No, this bar is thriving, thriving, thriving. Like, it's one of yeah, the, because it's one nobody of the most knows. beloved places in town. Yeah, because, because it's a secret to everybody just in the town. If they don't tell anybody outside of the town. Oh, can't let it outside of town. Can't let it outside of the town. Now the fucking ATF's gonna know, listening to this shit. That bar is going down. You mean you can drink with your baby here at the bar in the stroller? I hope they like, close it. They serve beer, and I don't even like beer. But yeah, like they, it blew my mind. Like you can literally walk up with a newborn in your arm and order a fucking uh, atom bomb exploder and walk straight out the door with it in your hand, no problem. But I, like, I literally y'all, y'all could even put up like a little wall inside the dispensary where I can keep my child, where I can still see them while I like smell your buds. And here's another thing that I wanted to tell you about this experience that I don't know how you're going to take it. But as I walked in and they told me, no kids in here, I'm sorry, no kids in here. I was like, fuck, you know what I mean? So I backed out the door. And as I'm backing out the door, there's an old stoner, old 70s white man coming in the door. And he's like, oh, excuse me. So I opened the door for him and let him in. We about to go to the car. Then I hear the door swing back open and the old man like, hey, uh, you want to go in here real quick? I can keep an eye on your kid. I got like eight grandkids. It's no big deal. And I kind of like stopped for a second and froze. And I was like, I don't know this nah, old man. Yeah, nah, bro. I like, shouldn't I leave my, I can't I leave my pretty eyed daughter with this old man just to nah. like go in and just see what flavors of weed they have. So the, like, end result of the story, I was only in there for like five minutes and left her with the old strange. <laughs> I, I did, did it. I, I will tell you, you, did you already know I, I did it? I knew you did it. I knew but you here's did the it. thing. I did it, but while I was in the store, all I could think about was, I hope he's not running her to my to his car and, right and, now. And again, fam, you I already hope he's not know. taking her outside to pet his dog See, right now. This is what I'm saying. Like, I'm already prepared for the worst, fam. Like, even if I got to go take mine, because I got a pickup order, like, I got to have eyes on the car, because if I don't, I'm thinking somebody watched me get out the car, 
Uh, and as soon as they knows. saw me disappear out of eyesight, they jumped out. They scared my children. They jumped in my truck and they've driven away. And I don't even know which direction that they went. I just got to call the police to sound like an idiot. You know what I'm saying? So well, like, you got to lie and say that you don't know what happened. Like, you have to say, like, I turned for one second and my baby was gone. You can't see, say nah, that you know. Nah, because then your wife going to get the truth out of you later on. She's going to be like, what you mean? You turned, like, what you, when you turned, what was you looking at? Like, she's going to have way too many questions that you're not going to be able to Damn, answer. You should have saw you, me because, like, I, I was in such turmoil because... Part of me, like, I, you know me, bro. I wasn't that thirsty to look at the weed any fucking way. Like, I could have just walked away. But I was like, this ain't really no big deal. This is, like, a great town. It's fine. It's all the things you tell yourself before the horrible things happen, right? But while the dude was telling me what flavors they have and was trying to give me the paperwork to fill out, I was in my mind basically saying, I need you to shut up. I need to listen to what's happening behind that door outside right. in the lobby. Like, I need to, like, be paying attention to what's happening. I can't be listening to you and listening to make sure I don't hear my daughter scream daddy. Uh, I mean. Like a fucking Bruce Willis action movie outside the door. Whether it be the liquor store or whether it be the dispensary, I guess I don't understand why kids can't be in there if they're with an adult. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not that's not conducive to single parents. And I'll say fuck 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 dads, even though fathers they just passed. Like let's put it on the single mothers. Like what if a single mm-hmm. mother just had a baby? Like she she's got a stressed root. out postpartum. That's what I'm saying. She really baby needs six this. months. Like she really need the weed to calm down. Like you mean to tell me you are gonna tell her she got to leave her baby in the car? Like quick question: If a single mother comes in with an eight month old child. And they like, you can't bring your baby in here. Even the baby isn't even cognizant enough. Don't even got neck muscles enough to see that they're in a weed store. For all they know, they're in Target. If a single mother leaves her baby with the old pop pop, is it less seen as egregious than what I did? Same level. I know everybody's listening know, to yeah. me like I'm disgusting right now. Yeah, no, you don't know him. Same level. Same, same, same level. level. Age, age doesn't matter. As, yeah, for some reason, doesn't. I think it's less bad. And I think it's more bad because the baby can't speak. Like, my badass kids might be able to, like, joke you down to where you want to, like, drop these little niggas off or something. Like, the, the baby <laughs> yeah, can't Like, these kids that. talk too much. I really yeah. was trying to kidnap a quieter kid. <laughs> yeah, like, nah, these ones talk way too much. Yeah, well, thank God that this old man was actually a sweet old man and uh, fucking... Like, even... what I, I think what gave me, like, the little indicator that, um, that I might be okay for a few seconds was, like, when he did it, he was like... I'm not going to stand too close to your child. I'll stand where I can see him, but I'm not going to get in your child's space kind of shit. And I was like, mm, this might be okay. And I kind of leaned in the door. I'm making excuses. All of this I is mean, terrible. My kid could have got kidnapped. Again, I'm saying yeah. like, why Why can't they come in with me? Like now, yeah, if there's just a fucking five-year-old hanging out in the corner of the dispensary, like, yeah, you should probably ask some <laughs> fucking questions. Like if she's reading the 420 mag, you should definitely be concerned. But like, she with me, fam. I just came to grab some weed real quick. Like, what do, you, what do you think you're protecting her from? Like, this is, right. when I go home, I'm, both, I'm rolling up right in front of them. Like, yeah, like I don't understand. Like, you, you're not. They're gonna damn. see it when we get home anyway. I, some people don't. I'm, I'm already scared. Like, I know. I, I'm pretty sure I talked about it on the podcast, but my kids refer to weed as nunya in my house, and that's short <laughs> nice. and, yeah, nunya damn business. Is, well, we gotta de-drug weed, bro. Like, we have to de-drug this. I mean, not that, even fam's breakfast cereal is worse for you than marijuana, bro. It like, is, but like, not like one, they too young for that, but two, like, the, I, why, why do they? even need to have an understanding i feel like somebody should be more impressed if they hear my kid so like if my kid refers to something at school as nunya and they ask all the questions to figure out what the fuck nunya is you get you should be proud that my kid referred to it as nunya because when you call me and say they mentioned this and i asked what it was and i'm gonna be like well see that's why i call it nunya because it's none your damn business neither like yeah like 
you should have caught that right out the gate. Like you too old for this. So like I'm I'm more proud of that fact that if I say weed to them, fam, they'd be like, what is that? Like mm-hmm. they, they don't, don't they have zero about. clue what that is. So like fuck off. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fuck off, bro, the old man from the gym strikes again this week, bro. I was, <laughs> I've been trying to get on the elliptical machine, cause right, like I've been fucking with the elliptical machine, trying to get more bang for my little cardio buck. And when I went in the gym, bro, there was nobody on none of the treadmills, none of the exercise bikes, no nothing, bro. So I'm like, mm-hmm. bet I'm gonna grab the elliptical machine that's the most out of the way in case somebody wants to use one of these machines. They got plenty of room right, to right, choose right, what right. they want. It- Gym machines are almost like uh, stalls in the bathroom for men. Yeah, like I don't. Know, I don't know if people know that. I don't. Why know don't people know that? But I guess it's kind of because I hate to be creepy like this as well. But a woman can come use the machine next to you, and you probably like it's. It's if they're if all of them in the row are open, you definitely shouldn't come right next to me. But like if it gets like no that, more, you can yeah, go if over like yeah, I don't if, even want if, that. Like if, even if, if it's if a woman. Even if a, even if a woman even smells good, and there's other machines, I don't want to because well, I don't know what I smell like. Like. I don't even want a woman coming next. I don't want nobody next to me if there's I mean, open machines in here. I'm just saying, if there's five machines on the row and I chose the last one, you're supposed to skip one, use the next Go to one, the third. skip one, use the next one. But if the second idiot that came to the row chose the fourth one, now we're in a strange predicament. Somebody's got to be next to somebody because up. this asshole doesn't know math. So it, it happens that. sometimes, and like that's when we need to move accordingly. But I damn sure don't want bro, bro coming next to me on the fucking stairmaster. Like, uh-uh. man, the stairmaster is the worst to be next to somebody with because, <laughs> for one, the stairmaster is the most embarrassing cardio machine in the gym. The stairmaster will let you know how out of shape you are. Oh, it don't, yeah. it don't discriminate women, men, short, tall, black, white. <laughs> Everybody get their ass kicked and in it, the machine. And, it only and take I don't about, like to be panting next to a motherfucker. It only takes about 12 steps, too, to let you know if you're ready or not. <sighs> like, I don't want to be doing that. <sighs> I don't want to be doing that next to nobody, bro. Fan, when I say old man strikes again, Wes, it was the same old man from last pod. Oh, I knew exactly. the door. When you said that, that's why I laughed like that. I said, oh, he got you again. Like, I can't believe again. I can't believe we're back. Fam, all the machines was open. He came to the elliptical right next to me, fam. And mind you, I had both my earbuds in, both listening to my music. No big deal. So when he got on the machine next to me, I didn't even look at him. I just like held my disgust inward. And I didn't even look at him because I felt like I was already mad because he's here now, right? Like, there's an, I can't tell him like, oh, nigga, move. He's going to be here. But I felt like if I looked at him, then he would have felt like he could talk to me. And that's true. even more so what I don't want. I don't want him next to me for one, but if you're going to be next to me, at least let's both act like we don't, like we're both ghosts. Yeah, nah, I knew if I looked at the motherfucker, he would talk to me, bro. And don't you know, I turned my head like trying to look past him and I caught another motherfucker way at the other end of the gym doing like in between sets of bench presses. And he looked at me and he gave me that. He gave me that look like, he was laughing. I don't know why he did it either, bro. No, like, I don't know. The dude that shot me the look I've never even spoke to before in my uh, life, and he shot me the like, I don't know yeah, what's when up you, with yeah, when you, Yeah, when you know, you know. And so you, I, I don't want to say you better than me, but like, nigga, I would have stopped my machine and went down to a one properly shape. <laughs> like, fam. And I would have said that after. Fam. <sighs> like, yeah. <laughs> Climbing down the steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, even after all of this i'm giving all this silent movie uh grainy film (laughs) attitude (laughs) like i'm i'm getting i'm the charlie chaplin of attitude at this point right and fam right 
I'm the Charlie Chaplin oh. attitude at this point. And it's just like, I'm, I'm trying to ignore him. I'm trying to become a ghost. I turn my music up on my headphones. So at least maybe I can just drown him out entirely. Then I hear him do like the, <sighs> like, but it wasn't the regular, all oh, this machine is whooping my ass grunt. It was the, I want you to ask me how it's going grunt. Nope. And he turned to me and started trying to talk, bro. And I had to immediate, like, bro, I literally stone face, pretended like I could not hear him at all and Mm -hmm. kept facing forward to get him to finally stop trying Uh, to talk to me and get off the machine. Like, bro, why do people do this? Um, the only place that like gets a pass is home. Like anywhere else outside of home, if I have like two earbuds in, I don't give a fuck what you're saying to me. I will look at you. I bet I found I'm really good for like looking at people and just shaking my head no and like walking off. Like mm-hmm. because I'm not I'm not whatever you got to say to me, like I'm really not here for it for real, for real. And especially because I'd be in tune and I know the vibes, like I damn near probably know what you want already and I don't want to talk to you. So mm-mm. like move around. Yeah, it's it's bad, bro. So that that's my gym story for the week. Um, speaking of the earbuds, man, we got a lot of candy for the earbuds this week, huh? We did, we did, we uh-huh. got we we, uh-huh. we got enough. I is what Drake, I'll say. Uh, Drake dropped a surpriser on us. We didn't, we yeah. had no clue this was going to happen to our lives when we recorded the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Wes was so kind to shoot me his Instagram post when he announced it on mm-hmm. Friday. Uh, oh no, Thursday afternoon. Thursday. Mm-hmm. And all we knew was at midnight we was getting Drake, and we got the Drake man. The album's called Honestly Never Mind, mm-hmm. and uh, it's Caribbean rhythms Drake. Mm-hmm. And apparently, from what I've heard from people like you and Reams and the people that keep me in the know, what's going on in the, on the internet's Twitter's not receiving it well. I understand the internet is internet, and again when it when it comes to this one, um, you know, uh, Drake dropped at midnight. I'm sure by two a.m. The hype tapes were out already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were already out. Um, so out, Nobody listen. was even outside listening to this. Yeah, no, it's nobody. outside music like a motherfucker. Niggas had their verdict no, in before they even got nobody. out the bed. Yeah, nobody was outside. So again, when I sent that to you, that's what he had just dropped, which was the cover. Um, wasn't a fan of the cover. Um, I did. Like, I actually kind of like I do like the title. I just didn't like the cover. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I like the title. Don't like the cover. Um, and then I saw the track list and with the back of, you know, uh, what a CD would look like these days. And I was like, I don't know, maybe it's just my old eyes, but like, fam, I need to be able to read what the fuck. Cause I couldn't read the half of the title. Stand, fam. I was like, what does this even fucking so like text go green gave me the blues nigga. Like no pun intended at all. But like, I did not know what the fuck that that shit said. Um, but even after I've read the the track title, so when I when I read Drake track titles, I try to put myself in his mindset. Like, why would you name this song this? And honestly, when I read the track list, none of it gave me rap Drake vibes. Oh, so I kinda, I really? Kinda, yeah, so you I kinda, peaked. I kind of kept really it. really is a spirit animal. Yeah, I kind of kept it to myself. And I was like, because fam, I got to looking at like, the picture on the back cover, like he holding the phone. I'm like, all right, what does what this nigga got going on? You know what I'm saying? So like, that was that. So I woke up the next morning, you know what I'm saying? Go to, you know, do my prayer session on the toilet. Yeah, I mean, and I go, I go right to it. Um, and when I opened up the album, first thing that I seen was dance. And I was like, hmm, it definitely gave me the puppy dog, cock your head to the side, ears straight up type of type of joint. You know what I'm saying? So I turned it on and I listened to the intro and I knew from the intro, like after I got 20 seconds into the intro, I said, there's no words or anything on this. This is just an intro. <laughs> I was like, so how long, so how long is this? And it was only about 30, 35, 40 seconds, however fucking long it was. And then track two falling back comes on. Um, and I was like, Hmm. I, I listened to the first two or three tracks with the whom face on. I'm hmm. not going to lie to you. Um, and I turned it off. 
I turned it off after after that. Um, and I was like, all right, let me get my life together. Like, let me wake. <laughs> let me regroup. Let, let me, me wake regroup. all I'm the not way ready. up. This is yeah. Me. Let me wake all the way up and figure out what's going on. So I, I did. You know, I woke up. I turned it on. I listened to it again. Um, and I enjoyed it on first listen. I listened to it again. I enjoyed it on second listen. Um, there is more of it that will have to grow on me. There is definitely like three or four songs that I think are like the shit coming off of there for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, what's the one? What's the piece that I wanted to take away? It, but like, we'll just address the internet and how the internet like went went wild. Past so the internet. After, after the internet, you know, started making their takes. You know, this is uh, international, well traveled music. You got to make this certain amount of money. This is vacation music. You got to have been here and here and there. All of that shit is capped. Those are all just internet takes, fam. Most of those right. people Everybody probably just want to be been. first. Yeah, they just but they just want to have something to say, fam. And like, I guess my ultimate takeaway from this in response to the internet is if you if you don't like dance music or particularly Drake's style of dance music, why would you ever press play on this album? And even if you press play on this album, just like I just told you as a Drake fan, after three or four, you probably you should have just happened. turned it off and been yeah. like, you want to know what? This I I see what's going on here, but this is not this is not what I want to hear. And like to my wife's credit, my wife don't really fuck with it. And like she likes Drake, she wants to hear rapidly rap Drake. But mm-hmm. I can appreciate, you know, we talk about music here all the time. So like this is one of those where I kind of took Drake out of the equation, and it makes you kind of just listen to it as music. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And like yeah, this is not it, it, it's not this is not for everybody. It's like a piece I, of music. And, and we live and we live in a culture where everybody feels like everything has to be for them. And it's like, well, no, and and not for nothing. I hate to tell y'all, but like if y'all want rapidly rap Drake, go back and listen to CLB. I promise y'all. And CLB was right there for and, and see rapped. this is this is why I fucking love you, bro. Cause it's like you get it. CLB to me was okay. Yeah. But I felt like it was okay because Drake was trying to give people what he felt like what they he, wanted. That's the formula. You want, you want me to rap over uh, Memphis Beats? Okay, I'll do it. You want yeah. me to do this, this? And yeah. then when he tries to do... And then when he gives y'all shit like CLB, you're like, eh, it was some mid. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was just okay. Mid, like- but then when he tries to do something out the box like this, and this ain't even really out of his box, but it's out the box for what popular music is for a star like Drake, right? To mm-hmm. This is kind of a risk for a guy like Drake, oh, even yeah. though we've seen Absolutely. him do this before. Doing something like this for a full-length album, album is a risk for his brand. And it's just like, I'd rather you take the risk and maybe everybody don't receive it than you just always like, play it safe and give us six rap songs, yeah. six R&B songs and like, every fucking time. Like, I enjoy Caribbean this, Rhythms, Drake. Yeah, this doesn't, this doesn't sound like forced Drake to me. And even, you know, like the small conversation that we have, to me, this is views times more life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you niggas Spot didn't on. like views. A lot of and you niggas didn't really like more life. So like, <laughs> I love views. Views is one of my favorite Drake man, albums. No, I I caped for views in real life. And speaking of cape, yes, I have my Drake cape. It's hooded. I have it tied tight at the neck mm-hmm. and under the chin, fam. I want to let you know I am absolutely here for like. Just be ready. But but to my, I understand why you wouldn't like this if you wouldn't like this. I just don't understand the logic of thinking you had to listen to this and tell other people that I think well, it's, it's trash. It's lunchroom table high school shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Even though you don't and, like it, you have to get on Twitter. You have to get on Instagram and, and tell everybody that you don't like it. So you can try to get your jokes off and your likes and your engagement up. And it's just like, fam. 
Really, you don't have a podcast. Nobody cares. What I, <laughs> right. And what I really, I, the, the few things that I like about this album, like I say, not not every song is my shit, but there's a lot on here that I can listen to. But what I do like about every song, um, a lot of it is still majority samples, which we love Drake over samples. I and do. I feel like each and every last one of these beats could have went a traditional R&B way. Yes. And if, they, and if they put 808s over these same samples and take out the dance shit, Y'all love this fucking record. Like, so cut and cut. And I and, and I hate stealing from Joe and them, but like, just like they said, if K Trinata or somebody like that puts this out, niggas go crazy. But because y'all like to just box a motherfucker in, y'all like... Dr- Dr- and, and niggas y'all just have, really... Playing with Drake is a pastime for the internet anyway, right? Fam, I mean, niggas, the internet loves to play with Drake. Niggas have been screaming, give us a rap album, give us a rap album for 10 years now. And he still, ha- he hears you and he addresses it on, on lines and emotional lists. Like a classic is just 10 of these. It's just 10 of these. Like I can do that in my sleep, dog. Half like, a why? Scorpion is what y'all be asking for, but nobody listens to Scorpion. Nobody either. listens to So it's just like, y'all don't know what the fuck y'all want. Y'all have zero clue what y'all want. And like they, they teasing Scary Hours 3 is coming. Like, are y'all going to- I don't even, even scary, care. That's, <laughs> that's only like three songs. Like, are y'all going to like- fan out over those more no. than anything so like i they're gonna criticize that too i hate these niggas on the internet dog i hate these niggas in real life. and again like if you don't like it that's cool like you don't have to like it but to say that it's bad is wrong that's, that's wrong it. honestly never mind is my favorite drake output in the last several albums i like it better than clb um Scorpion, you got to give me a little bit more time because I do enjoy mm-hmm. Scorpion pretty thoroughly. Whatever that shit was, rest, Western Road, Ski Mask, Road flows. Throwaways, Compilation. Oh, I know thing. what you're talking about. Dark Lane. This is better tape. than that, too, easily. Yeah. Dark so Lane it's just demo like, tapes is kind of fire, though, fam. Dark no, it Lane is. demo tapes. It's not and bad. The, Dark Lane and demo tapes. Care package yeah. got that shit on it. Care package got that shit. I don't care count package. care package because it's cheap. <laughs> Dark Lane demo it tapes. Is. I like this better than that. I like yeah, Caribbean Rhythm like, Strength. Not, not for nothing. And like, even, even when this dropped, after I, I swear to you, dog, after I listened to it and I gave it the views times more life, I said, it's, it's more, like I told it's more so more life too. And like, more life is not an album. It's that playlist. This is more like this. I hate this that. This is he, a playlist. I hate in his title that he said seventh studio album. I do. That's mm-hmm. the one part that I hate about this because. But niggas got mad when he called more life a playlist. Like Drake can't get it right with niggas. He, can't, bro. he, he just can't. can't. I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad at the right, playlist thing. Right, it was confusing, course. but I wasn't mad at it. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Is it like, I don't. <laughs> are you on it? No, there's no other songs on this. Like, this is just <laughs> you, fam. These are your songs, but like. There's not a Meek Mill track on here. Yeah, there's none of that other shit on here, but like that, that's the one gripe that I think that I have with the album. And like I say, fam, if they, if they take the, if they take all of these joints down and add some 808s to it because he talking that shit still all over this joint and my my favorite song perfectly personally is tie that binds i think it's like that's a good nine ten eleven somewhere down that's the one for me um let's get off of drake and talk about another artist real quick Mm -hmm. from the west side Mm -hmm. let's talk about kendrick lamar which one of us (laughs) look see i got you which one of us is gonna be the first to say that we don't listen to mr morale and the big steppers at all anymore I'll say is it. anybody admitting that on the internet right now? I I will say that I do not listen to Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, but there are I find myself wanting to revisit moments from that album. I just don't moments. Ever you didn't say yeah. songs. No, 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 no moments. I want to revisit. Like I I I said it. Uh, well, no, we actually we never talked about it we here. Though. We are terrible. I'm glad we did because I was real high on it the weekend it came out. I was, Ooh, but that drop like, was I'm, that drop I'm was not, Cedar Point fast. 
in in retrospect, I think um there I don't feel like looking up the track list right now neither. There's probably only three songs on there that I will go back to. But I think my favorite off of the album is probably Father Time. And that's really the only moment that I ever really want to revisit on the album. Just because, you know, I, I, I've shared enough on this podcast. We've talked enough about, you know, some of the shit that I've been going through. But, like, it resonates with me in the time that it's in now. But, like, I never just want to go back and listen to the album top beginning to end. I'm I'm almost ready to say. And I'm going to take my time. And we can talk through it. We got a show. We'll come back next week if my opinion changes. But I want to tell you how I feel this week. I'm almost ready to say Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar, his double CD that he put out recently, is a bad album. I think I'm ready I, to say it's a bad album just because like, I know he raps well on it. He has mm-hmm. some really good ideas on it. Yeah. But it's not listenable. Like, it's not, it's not digestible for me. And this is coming from somebody that, To Pimp a Butterfly is my favorite Kendrick album. And I know a lot of people say that about that album. Like, mm-hmm. It's not easily digestible. It's, I, it's racket. It's hard. Fam, it's a hard listen. This for me is a hard listen. Fam, I actually thought he made it quite simple on this album. So that's interesting. Mm. I, like I thought it's he a hard listen put it me. all on the table. Like as far I felt like the I felt like the complicatedness of his rhymes wasn't there in this one. And maybe mm. that's the difference for me. Like he didn't like create the circle for you to try and spin yourself out of and figure out what the fuck he said. <laughs> he just kind of put it there and was like, yo, if you see it, you see it. If you don't, you don't, but I'm moving on. So I think that's what I liked about the album. Um, but, and again, because we never talked about it here, I never I never got a chance to say it, but, you know, we always have the the Kendrick Cole Drake conversation. I think yeah. after everybody's last offering, I think we can all, we should all- We, can say, able, we should be able to settle on- We should be able, No, we should be able to separate them for being completely different artists, honestly. Okay, okay. But- you know where I stand in that in that argument, and for me, after the last album, Kendrick just did not move the needle for me to like replace yeah, you. Just, if anything, you just order. dug deeper in the sand. It yeah, is man, Drake, what you put Cole, your feet Kendrick. right down in that third space. You almost want to thank Kendrick for clearing that, for, clarifying you. that for you. Like, all right, thank you. You're thank third. Thank you, thank you. And then like um, people, people are like trying to throw the nigga bail about the last album, and and like of course we I, we never talk about sales, so we never care about sales, but like just. Just like that, the album was what the album was. But like again, fam, you was gone for too long. I'm impressed that you told me it was one thousand eight hundred and fifty six <laughs> days. I was impressed that the date, like the the number count, was spot on. But I waited too long for that, fam. Yeah, I and like I don't even like to be that nigga that's like you've been gone too long to give us this because it feels very like greedy and ungrateful to like measure a nigga by their output and be like, well, this ain't good enough. And it's like, well, who knows what is good enough? We never know what y'all niggas gonna like. But I do feel like this album, I won't say I waited too long for you to give me this, but I don't see myself going back to this, bro. Like there's, like you said, there's moments Mm -hmm. that I like in the album. Moments. There's maybe, like you said, two or three songs I would go back. But I'm not going to fire the whole thing up and get it spinning mm-hmm. in my Discman just to play those two or three songs. I got it. So I could see this album going like that untitled joint that just like almost didn't happen to me. I ain't going to lie. I would turn this on if I was driving back to Columbus from Phoenix, but it would only be during the daytime because turning this shit on at night... We crash down. We are gonna crash through this, but and like no, no disrespect, but like it just wouldn't get me through that part of the trip. Like I can, I can have this. I can listen to that during coffee. Like let's get this out during coffee. <laughs> let's get this out the way and then move on to Big Sean or somebody else. You know All what right, I'm saying? We'll turn like, it up later. Yeah, we'll turn it up later. But like, I, and it, I, 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 I'm just you know again, it just did not move the needle for me. Um, 
And like the nigga dresses weird now. And like to, to each his own, because Andre <laughs> 3000 dresses weird. But like when I seen that nigga in a little birthday clip, whatever the fuck it was, I feel like I've seen many of grandmas buried in the same suit yeah. with the same brooch and everything, fam. I, I didn't like interesting. it. Yeah, interesting. I didn't like it at all. Uh, also, we got what we had been asking for for mm-hmm. two two years now. Has it been two yeah, years? Two, three, maybe. Westside like Boogie dropped his uh, second studio album, fifth or sixth project. Anyway, uh, more black superheroes came out. If you know, you know. This is one of those moments of the podcast that if you fuck with us or you fuck with him or you fuck with a conjunction of the two or you at least even just listen to what we tell you to do. Last week, we told you to go check Boogie out. He dropped. We hope you know what we're talking about by now. We gave you plenty of time. Westside Boogie dropped. It happened. It's mm-hmm. out. I've listened to it maybe 43 times by now. <laughs> um, I'll tell you, man, I enjoy Boogie's music and what he does as an artist so much. Like, I came home really fully anticipating not talking to my wife about it because, you know me, I'd be trying to be sensitive about beating her ears up about shit she may or may not care that much about, or at least ease it into it. Don't, like, come in the door, babe, Boogie's album so good. And mm-hmm. she might have been, had a stressful day at work or some shit. Right. But I was sitting down minding my business and she came to talk to me about how good Boogie's album was. And when I tell you, I've never been more attracted to my wife. Like, I was so happy. Like, she had my full attention. I just wanted to hear her talk about how good his album was. Like, I, Dog is so good. Uh, okay, let me just say this. I'm going to just jump straight into hot take land. Do you mind? No, do you think? On a consistent basis, Boogie makes better music than Kendrick Lamar. I agree. Now, I know Kendrick Lamar has Good Kid, Mad City, which is held as a classic. Um, I don't think Boogie has any quote-unquote classics, and I only say that because, for me, one of the criterias of classics has to be movement of the culture. And Boogie's just not a big enough name yet to have moved the culture with any of his projects. Now, Everything's for Sale has the sound of a classic, but there's just too many people in the culture that don't even know it exists to consider it a classic for me anyway, by my, I opinion. agree. Good night. Good point. Um, Cause I was, I was going to try to, I was going to try to argue. No, the music is, is classic quality, yeah. but you can't well, call it a classic. Well, it didn't I, do I, nothing. well, that's why I was going to try and argue that there's probably a lot of classics out there musically, but because mm-hmm. nobody knows it doesn't get, we need a new word for that. We need a gym or something. And it has to be a word for that. It's a so, butter. Oh, oh, see. So like, Okay, but here's the thing. I know Kendrick has shit like Good Kid, Mad City into Pimple Butterfly or Damn, that's interchangeable depending on how you feel about those two, right? But I would take Big Boogie's best three albums and put them against Kendrick's best three albums any day of the week. Any day of the week. So if you want to take Good Kid, Mad City, Damn, into Pimple Butterfly and put those against Everything's for Sale, Thirst 48 Part 2, and More Black Superheroes, I'll take Boogie's catalog. I'll take his three over those three. Mm. Now, I'm not saying you need to agree with me. I'm nah, just telling that, you how strongly I feel about my nigga's music. That's like, a good point, because for whatever reason, and I don't know why, and I don't know how well-versed you are in this, but I mean, and I, I, that's not even, I guess, to add the question. But I, I was going to throw YG's My Crazy Life album um, in that conversation somehow. Um, <laughs> you just, just want to squeeze that in there? We're not yeah, talking some, about him. Yeah, I know we're not, but I was going to try and squeeze it in there for whatever reason, but I can't, so here we are. But see, like, I, I kind of wish you were higher on Kendrick Lamar to have this discussion, because I do want to have this this discussion with somebody that really, really, really fucks with Kendrick Lamar and is aware of Boogie 
to see how they would feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like it's saying a lot because, you know, I'm a little bit different than you. I think I hold Kendrick Lamar slightly above J. Cole in that trifecta. Um, but not anymore. Well, I guess in the trifecta, he still falls there, but I got Boogie ahead of Kendrick and J. Cole in my all rappers will, list. Will, will Kendrick ultimately end up living in the shadow of people like um who's the person the, the I had the perfect example? Will he end up being like um the person like a fabulous or a push a T? Will he end up living in that like realm? Once it's mm, all said and done. Like the guy that we always like championed. We know. We know what he really does. didn't really do what we, like what they, I mean, what they, what like, they didn't really do what their skill set said they should have did kind of thing. I guess yeah. maybe not because when you get a Pulitzer Prize, you can't really, like I think he's got Grammys and Pulitzers and shit. So you can't really say he's not decorated or accomplished. So probably not. I don't think he could ever live in those realms because he's just too decorated. And I don't I don't want to sound like I'm disrespecting Kendrick Lamar because I like not. a lot of Kendrick songs and I like I like all of the albums. Um and I've actually like I actually had to remind myself of some of the shit like that's on to pimp a butterfly, like how much dollar cost is on mm. to pimp a butterfly. Like uh there's something else that's on You ain't got a lot of kick it is on there. You ain't got a lot you know there's some shit on there so like don't get it fucked up but like overall that's just not high on a totem pole for me in the in the Kendrick discography. Um but yeah I don't I just don't want to sound like I'm disrespecting Kendrick but like it I I I guess compared to your peers like and not even like the the talent wise or the music wise but just the output you know what I'm saying like the what you give us is high quality. I think we can all mm-hmm. agree on that but like your your peers are putting out quality and quantity and not for not for nothing. Like I don't care what nobody wants to say about Drake. Drake don't really put out a lot of bullshit. Like nah, like I as much as niggas love to meme and joke and talk shit, yeah. you can't say that Drake give us filth. Like he don't give and, us filth. Yeah, and not to even get back on that, but it's like this came out and like again, I fuck with Joe for like playing some of them songs, but like, did y'all forget about One Dance and Controller and Damn, I'll never and, forget and about the fact Controller. that he and, and he played Passion Fruit and you know what I'm saying some of the shit from off. We already did know I how tell you feel. my nigga needed a line dance. Did you I not tell know, you? You already know he ended up doing it with Tussie Slide, but like <laughs> that he's he's no stranger to this. So like, I, I to, it's on it's on brand to me. So like whatever. Yeah. I got uh, last for my hot takes on the boogie thing. And again, I don't want to get too deep into boogie talk because I know that's probably going to alienate 80% of our audience. But I got him in my top five, man. I think I'm going to go ahead and put him in my top five. Okay. In the five spot, that would remove Rick Ross from my five spot. Mm. And I had to look at that very closely. I'm glad you did the mm there because I had to think about it, bro. I took some time. You know I love Ross. When he says nobody's favorite, me and you disagreed heavily with that. Like, Ross, you need to call us because we'll tell you, you're some of our favorites. Some of our favorites. Uh, I still love Ross. I still love Ross. There's no love lost there at all whatsoever. But I will say that the best of Boogie, to me, is a higher high than the best of Ross, album-wise. Album-wise. Because, like, what Boogie gives you in a full-length project is way more vulnerable, personable, Bro, that, that nigga get, he he puts out more goosebump music to me. I can give you like, that. Like the you Aston Mar- Martin musics are out there, of course. In the <laughs> fucking uh, what's the what's the shit with Rick Ross and CeeLo? I always forget the title. Yeah, of that song, I, I know there's Apple in my eye and there's fucking that, uh, tears, yeah. Ross got joy. those joints. Yeah, tears but he don't joy. have them to the magnitude of Boogie. Like Boogie really like 
Boogie's music stops me in my tracks to think about shit like that. I mean, bro, I was about to say right. he he definitely uses those words and like I Boogie is one of those artists that uses words and it seems like the way that he uses it, it seems so effortless. You'd be like, how did I not think of that? Like, yeah, how, how did I not see that double entendre just hanging? Bro, the his fuck double out and triple entendres be so effortlessly yeah, how did amazing I to me. Like he stumbles over entendres. Like everybody does them. That's what's so infuriating to yeah, me about yeah, yeah. him and his skill set. Like <laughs> he'll use a double entendre and just keep it moving where most rappers yeah. would pause right there and yeah, make yeah, sure yeah, you yeah. caught it. Nah. He'll just go and it's like, well, if you caught it. Cause good yeah, because he's because he's giving you three more of those, like in the same like he's giving you a lot of those back to back to back in the same verse. And I feel like I mean, of course he didn't hear us, but like I feel like he felt our spirit of what we and like I feel like he's very close to just Full blown singing, fam. Just like, just, just fam, go all the way there. I would take a Boogie like, album. If if Boogie wants to pick up that bucket that he's carrying that tune in just five more inches, I promise you. Because sometimes he getting such a groove with the vocals he's that you like, nah, go, 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 no, go. go. And you're like, do no, it, I'm bro. Do it, do it, do it. And like, I hate to keep bringing this guy back, up. but the same thing with like Drake. Drake goes to a register that I don't particularly appreciate from Drake. I feel like he should keep it. In the lower register, but again, nobody's <laughs> listening to me. And like, but again, like those are just my personal opinions. But I'm never gonna shit on your music because I feel like why well, you go to that register, bro? That's not where you should live at. You should live down here where you're most. How are you to at. tell him? But I like the song still, fam. Like, did you hear? Did you hear what my nigga said? Like, and that's what that's usually what it's about for me. So yeah. whatever. For sure. Um, definitely good music week though, man. I, I feel bad for those of y'all out there that may not have enjoyed the Drake album. And I, I feel bad not on some pity shit, but like it's summertime, man. And people enjoy, like you deserve to be able to enjoy good music. So whatever that is, if it's not Drake for you, that's cool. But I hope you find whatever it is you're looking for. I'll just say that. It's going to be out, nice out there this summer. You deserve something to ride to. And I got two solid albums to ride to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the Certainly. Uh, do you think Game is right for holding on to this Super Bowl performance animosity that he's been holding on to since February. Uh, apparently, he's still talking in interviews about how upset he is that Dr. Dre didn't call him for the West Side extravaganza, but Kendrick was out there and Eminem was out there and 50 Cent was out there and Snoop was out there. He felt like he should be out there to represent the West Coast. And, you know, he don't know if it was because Dre don't fuck with him or because they chose 50 over him or whatever, whatever, whatever. 50 ain't even in front of West Side. So part of me wants to say, as much as game be sounding crazy, I'll be feeling like sometimes he'd be kind of justified in how upset he'd be about some things. Like, it had to have been hard to watch 50 performing that and it not be you. And this nigga is from fucking Jamaica, Queens. How you feel about him still being mad about this? Um, I I can understand why he's upset. What I don't like about it is the fact that like Drink Champs asked him about that and he tried to front. He tried to front like he, he didn't did. have no issue with the shit he and did. then wait till you get over there with Speedy Mormon and, <laughs> and, and look like fucking Urkel on steroids to say that your feelings was hurt. Like that's what I didn't like about it. Me personally. Like I agree. Be be hurt and like should should you have been able to come out there and do uh let me put you on the game? I think him doing let me put you on the game, following into hate it or love it would have been perfect for game. It would have been like, it would have flowed just that would have been beautiful for game and probably I would have taken that over Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like yes. everybody else take Eminem away, add the game in there. You have the because Eminem only did what one but or you two know, songs. But you like, know Pepsi Pepsi wants Eminem. They're not paying for shit unless you got I Eminem mean, on that bill. I, I can understand that, but I guess the part of it that I don't like as well, like we we all know that this shit is like wrestling to an extent. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, I, 
and, and even he says that he talks to Dre all the time. So, like, have this conversation with Dr. Dre and figure out if a nigga actually brought your name up or not. Like, don't mm. don't keep running around here now saying, oh, I'll, ain't nobody called me, ain't nobody called Well, like, nigga, do you know if somebody actually said, like, hey, this makes more sense? And them people said no. Like, yeah. I, 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 I hate to be like that, but, like, nigga, like, just because Jay-Z runs the halftime show, Jay-Z does not run the NFL, and he don't get the final say-so. <laughs> right. Whatever the fuck is going I on. I know we so, love Hove, but he yeah, ain't got like, that kind of pool. Yeah, and, like, I think I think Hove has a proven, pra- a proven track record as of late, particularly with people that he didn't fuck with in the past that he'll still put you on at this point in time in his life. So, like, whatever... Yeah. Thing that y'all have going on, if anything that nobody knows Hove about, not like Hove, Hove, he not not only is he not thinking about that, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't. Hove is not really stopping anything for the culture at this point in time. Like, and it's so funny because a Patreon episode they were just talking about like some of the old shit that like Hove used to do that you can tell is like Hove esque. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's not confirmed because nobody can ever really confirm it. Right. But like, you can never nail him to it. But yeah, but Hove not for nothing. Made like you, we made that we've seen Hove in the culture try to like write some of the wrongs that have happened publicly. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Lemonade happened. He dropped. We are the Carters. Like, he's he trying to us listen to it. <laughs> like, he gives us both sides of the coin. Hey, not for nothing, point. bro. I talk a lot of shit about how awful that album is, but you know what? But but you know what? Ape shit is really good. Like, have I ever and told you I really it. like ape shit? Nah, I don't think specifically Ape Shit. Ape Shit as a track is dope to me. I just really hate the idea of that album, but I actually yeah. really like Ape Shit. You know it's, it's the weird. Joint Twitter. It's the audio version of Joint Twitter. Yeah, oh God. A jet, joint yeah, Facebook yeah. account for 13 yeah. songs. It's so dumb. <laughs> uh, so speaking of weird things that you'll do for your significant other, um, this is just not really even a good segue, but I just tried to force it right. Good job. I stumbled on this the other day. And I laughed to myself and I wrote it in my phone and come here and talk to you about it. The English, the English language is so funny, man. Every now and then you'll stumble on like a perfect word that fits a description that not many words fit, right? Mm-hmm. This particular word is the silliest sounding, but somehow sexiest word in this English language. And I don't think any other word compares to the word panties. Why is the word panties so silly? but sexually stimulating at the same time. And you know me, I'm the anti don't laugh at my pornos, nigga. Like I don't like comedy anywhere near my sexuality, but panties, the word panties somehow is the perfect peanut butter chocolate mixture of funny and arousal to me. Am I the only one that thinks the word panties is hilarious? Um, you, you, you might be a part of a class of a few, but I can understand (laughs) like, if you're tickled by the pussy, why you would be amused by the panties? Because the pussy is behind even the you saying panties just now made me giggle. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, the word I mean, panties is so ticklish to me. It's a it's a it's a weird word. Like, cause you gotta you gotta figure with the word panties being around. At some point in time, they were calling men draws and women draws the same damn thing. <laughs> like and that in your brain should present a problem right now. Hey, That's babe, definitely a roadblock. Babe, is these your briefs or mine's? Like, I, we don't need to have this we conversation. Need, we don't need like, unisex right here. These are yours. These are mine's. Just by <laughs> clearly looking at them, we don't need to be arguing over them as mine's or them as mine's. Like, uh, so pan- well, let, panties was born. Let me ask you, do you ever even say the word panties to your wife in in any capacity ever? Do you use that word? 
Uh, See, the I fact that you're thinking about it right yeah, now even tells so. me something. Like, I don't think panties just flows freely to everybody that works. I mean, and I guess that kind of fucks up my theory just now, too, because they all draws to me now. Take them draws off, shit. It's just draws, right? It's draws, yeah. Try just, using panties. Everybody listening out there in the in the listening audience, try using panties in place of draws or underwear for your next conversation. And just... Just see if you stumble or not. Like panties is such an odd word like that. Like if your odd, girl is right? doing your laundry and she's folding them like, hey, uh, I folded your panties already and <laughs> put them in your drawer. Like just see if you can get it out smoothly without hiccuping at all. Bitches don't fold panties. No, they crumble them up and just like, they Hakeem Olajuwon hook shot them shits. <laughs> and, then, bi- and we already know what they do with big booby, like big titty brawls. Like them shits. Hang them over the door, baby. Hey, you know it. You know it. Oh, <laughs> uh, one last thing before we get the fuck out of here. Uh, the 2022, look, we're getting, we hitting all corners of the podcast mm. today. Sports talk now, nigga. <laughs> the 2022 FIFA World Cup. I just found this on the TMZ. Uh, I thought this was interesting to talk to you about. 2022 FIFA World Cup will be held in Qatar this year, right? Qatar. Doesn't really yeah. ring a bell or why that would be interesting right away. But here's what I want to, to let y'all know. That Qatar is one of the countries where premarital sex is illegal. Okay, no buns over there. No, no premarital buns over there. It is illegal. Now I'm sure somebody's doing it, but you got when they say keep that shit low, low, low. Like yeah, you got to yeah. keep that shit low. Like it is literally against the law. And what I found interesting in this report was they're holding the FIFA World Cup there, which means there's going to be a lot of international tourism coming in. And they have officially stated Qatar's government has officially stated they will continue to uphold their religious law. During the FIFA World Cup. So it's going to be a lot of y'all getting hotel rooms for the World Cup series playoffs. Because you see these soccer games, bro. Women go to these games. It's going to be a lot of couples taking these trips that ain't reading up on their travel. And their agents ain't telling them the shit they need to know. Bro, it's going to be so many people getting locked up and fucking like. Ain't like religious prisons some of the worst prisons you can go to do they like stone you there or make you like collect two of every animal or some shit i'm not really a graduate or a master's level educated on prison so i'm not quite sure there (laughs) um but yeah this is this is one of those like stop playing with fire situations this is and i I hate to be jokey man here and i know we talked about it last week but this is similar to like the Britney Griner situation i was gonna say we're gonna end up going on over here like (laughs) we're gonna be in Britney Griner zone here why the fuck are you here? So don't honeymoon with your boo to Qatar to go see the FIFA World Cup, fam, because y'all ass is going to end up locked up. Like, you do better. If you know better, you do better. Is it nasty of me to, like... So I don't know much about Qatar as a country continent. I, look at me. I don't even know if it's a country or a continent. I don't know enough about Qatar to make any judgments. But I will say this. When I saw the writing of the, the name Qatar written out, Anytime I see when the letters connect to each other, like as a straight line and it's not cursive, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Like that specific font that lets you know, like it's a Middle Eastern Arabic mm-hmm. language. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see the letters connected to each other in that very specific way, I immediately start like putting my antennas up. And I just hope that anybody <laughs> that enjoys soccer or, or football would be the same kind of cautious when they see the word Qatar written off is all I'm saying. You should be concerned if you enjoy football. 
I mean, I'm definitely not booking a trip to Qatar. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Like, I think that's one of them places that got their own airways, nigga. That's like Canada Air, like Qatar Air. Like, you just go here, like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I don't want no parts or British Airways. Like, I get it, but I don't want no parts. Dog, these Airbnbs is not gonna stand for breasts and bones. I'll tell you that. This has been the Dipped in Butter program. We appreciate y'all listening to us, listening to Westside Boogie, giving Drake's dance hall album a chance. We enjoy it. We're having a good time. My name is Kat. Uh, you used to could check out my extra content at catandcrunch.com, but I can't eat cereal anymore because it makes my stomach hurt. Uh, and just before I get out of here, man, uh, life is imitating art. I've had to poop for an hour and a half now, and I'm scared to do it. That's I don't even want to say that's deep because that <laughs> that don't sound right. Maybe to say right there. Yeah, maybe probably not. Um, it's your boy West No T and all that other shit that you know me for. Pause on the shit, I guess, and all the other things that you know me for. Um, I don't even have anything fancy to say right here except for the most important thing: a fuck with me though. Yes, sir. Like I say, each and every week, man, the universe is way too big for your little ass problems. And can we solve the problem about kids in dispensaries, man? Like, I wouldn't even mind if they did it like a dentist office where they had like the little roller coaster tracks and the wooden little shapes that you move them across and it gets all germy and crazy and dirty because all the kids is touching them. Put a couple of those in the lobby, bro, and let the kids come into the dispensary. Ain't eh? we going to let them smoke it? <laughs> Rule number one around here, tell a friend to tell a friend, not only about the podcast, but I want to reiterate from the top of the podcast to uh, support your people. Oh, we forgot. Nah, we didn't forget. I said okay. I said what I had to say. I'm, I, I told you I wasn't going to care by the time this Monday. I care. I'm not going to lie to you. I got a lot <laughs> to say. Enough. But not enough. Yeah, but not enough. Um, And then rule number two, uh, mind your motherfucking business. <laughs> you want to catch on next week. You have officially been dead.